This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salawatullahi wa salamuhu ala nabiyyina al-Mustafa. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahduhu la sharika lahu. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه. It's very easy to come up here and to present you with the clear ayat from Surah At-Tawbah, in which Allah Taala makes it very clear: إن إدة الشهور عند الله اثنى عشر شهرا في كتاب الله يوم خلق السماوات والأرض منها أربعة حرم ذلك الدين القيم. Verily, the number of months with Allah is 12. With Allah, 12 months. And it was like that the day that he created the heavens and the earth. And four of those 12 months are sacred. This is the deen that is correct. So I'm not going to waste time today, spend time today, talking about how Muslims have our own calendar. We don't say happy new years and things like that. It's amazing that year in and year out, we're still dealing with the same issues as if they were just created yesterday. And it gets worse as time goes on. Because now you find the Muslim youth and the people giving dawah to Islam, I guess they are saying, becoming more bold and emblazoned. And they are emphatically stating, you can dress like Santa Claus, you could say Merry Christmas, although all of that goes against the cornerstone of our religion was the Tawheed of Allah. I'm not here to tell you that this first day of 2020 is not a big deal to the Muslim. I don't have time for that. But I'm here to draw your attention to what Umar, he did. May Allah be pleased with him and the rest of the companions. When that ayat that I mentioned in Surah Tawbah was revealed, it was one of the last surahs that was revealed. So the Prophet wasallam lived the remainder of his life without changing or making up an Islamic calendar. And then Abu Bakr came, may Allah be pleased with him, and he didn't make an Islamic calendar because everything is with a tadarruj. Everything is day by day, step by step. Everything is just not like that. You don't build a masjid just like that. Everything is step by step. Sunnatullahi filladhina khalu min qabl. That's the sunnah of Allah what everybody went before. And then Al-Faruq became the Khalifa. And then he, may Allah be pleased with him, along with the companions that's decided, we're going to start the Islamic calendar based upon the Prophet's Hijrah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So what's the point? The point is, it shows us that the Muslim takes control of the narrative. The Muslim has to take control of the narrative. Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and his companions, may Allah be pleased with them, they could have just went along with the calendar of the Jews or the Christians or the Mushrikeen or whatever. But when they find themselves in an environment, in a situation, the Muslim doesn't sit back and twiddle his thumbs and he's just like a waraq or a piece of paper in the wind. He takes control of the narrative, knowing he inherited a legacy and he has to leave a legacy behind for his children and the younger generation. So now with that being the case, recently I took a trip, saw a situation where Muslims were in need. I took that trip for a number of reasons. One of the main reasons that I took that trip 
was to show the younger Muslims in this masjid of Alul Hadith and the other masajid up and down this country from masjid from the murkas of Alul Hadith. Other shabab who understand the importance that 2021, 2020, 2019, all the way back to 1400 years ago, these shabab understand the only Islam that Allah is going to accept from this community, from you and I, is the Islam that resembles what Abu Bakr Ma'uthman Ali were upon me, Allah be pleased with. Regardless of what the year is, regardless of what calendar you're using, Gregorian calendar that came after Pope Gregory, Kufr and shit. You want to use that? That's the reality of what we're living. No problem. You want to use the Hijri calendar? You want to use the Jewish calendar? Whatever the case may be, whatever calendar you use, Yomul Qiyamah, the only Islam Allah is accepting from us, is the one that resembles those companions, Radwanullah alayhim ajma'in. So I wanted to show those young brothers that, yes, learning, teaching, Kitab al-Tawheed is important. Learning and teaching, Thalathatul Usul is important. Learning and teaching Usul al-Sunnah, Sharh al-Sunnah is important. All of those books are important. Also, refuting people who do wrong and who say wrong is important. But the religion of Islam consists of more than that. The religion of Islam consists more than you just refuting people. He's this, he's that, and she's not this, and she's not that. It's more than you just talking about takfir. The religion of Islam consists of every aspect of our lives, right? Helping Muslims who need help. The Prophet told us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whoever gets married, he has completed half of his deen. Getting married is from your religion. Prepare, prepare for it, get your head together for it, and approach it correctly. He told us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, cleanliness is half of the deen. Cleanliness. So now the brother or the sister, they're on the sunnah, they're giving dawah, they have a ghayrah, and they're saying, don't do this, don't do this, he's that, he's this, but the person doesn't take care of their general hygiene. Cleanliness is half of the deen. Birru walidain is from the religion of Islam. Allah will not accept from you. This salat of al-jumah, he won't accept from you. Your help to the Muslims, he won't accept from you. Your dawah, he won't accept from you. Your amr ma'roof and name munkar until your parents are pleased with you. How is it possible? Abu Usama wants to give dawah to Allah. And my mother and my father who are kuffar and the religion told me, even though they're kuffar, if I am muqassir and not taking care of their haq, Allah won't accept it from me until they are pleased with me and they're non-Muslims. Now obviously in that case, the parent has to be pleased with you about what is religious and if they're upset with you about what's not religious, then there's no problem. But the point is, the religion is not just refutations. The religion is getting in where you fit in and helping this ummah to move forward. Helping us to develop and to curtail this legacy that we're trying to create for ourselves. Or are we those Muslims who just come and we inherit and we just sit on our backsides and we have nothing to do and nothing to say? That's a foreign concept of Al-Islam. If you look at the Quran and the authentic Sunnah, Ikhwani, you'll find that the Munafiqun, the hypocrites, they are a group of people who lay back and they don't want to do anything. They want to wait to other people do and then they bask in the glory of what was done by others. That's a characteristic of a Munafiq. They're lazy and lethargic. That's what Allah said. When they get up to pray, 
the, one of the most important ibadat in Islam. When they get up to do it, they're lazy and they're lethargic. They don't want to do it. I inherited the salah from my parents and that's it. That's it. He's not coming to the salat with nashat, looking at it seriously. Another ayah said about them, لا يذكرون الله إلا قليلا. When they do pray, they only mention Allah a little bit. They're not really Those are the signs of the munafiqeen. Whereas the Muslim, that's not his characteristic. Allah Ta'ala mentioned about the Muslim in the Quran, being a race and be energetic to get the forgiveness of Allah. Don't walk to it lethargically. Don't sit back. You don't have anything to do. Allah mentioned in the Quran. So we have a lot of ayat like that, which brings me to this point. There's a lot of work, ikhwani, and a lot, and not many people to do this work in our religion. Allah has commanded each and every one of us not to be satisfied with mediocrity. You see these people in this first row? And I'm not talking about the shabab who came late with me. I'm talking about these people in the first row. I don't know their niyat, and I don't know what be, went behind them getting here, but they are not like the people in the back row. Every Muslim has that thing in his religion where he should say, I want to get in the front row. That's what Allah makes wajib upon us. When I went to where I went to, some of the people contacted me unbelievably. A person said to me, Abu Osama, listen, you have your shoes on, your boots on, while you're going into the tent of this person and that person. I scratched my head and said, is that all you see from this picture? That my boots are on? Is that all you see in this picture? Is that I have my boots on? Another person contacted me and said, a man who grew up in a Palestinian camp, that's all he knows is the camp, shifted from the Palestinian camp, went to this other camp in Lebanon, Syrian man, he's from Palestine, he has one kidney, and they took out all of his reproductive organs and put on him some apparatus to help him to go to the toilet. A person could said, maybe he's in that situation because he cuts his beard. And cutting your beard is a major sin. So Allah put him in that situation as a punishment. I scratch my head and I say, what in the world are you drinking? Are you eating? What's wrong with you? Right now, the Muslim ummah, the community, in Birmingham, in Liverpool, in London, in Kashmir, wherever you go, we are in dire need and assistance of any and everybody who can get in to help the situation. That's the point. That in our religion, we've been told, shoot for the stars, shoot high. And if you miss it, you're still going to hit something high. But don't be like a lot of the Muslim kids today, where we're taught and we teach them, be satisfied with mediocrity. What is being satisfied with mediocrity? Today is Friday, the Eid of the Muslims. The day that the Muslim, all of us, should be saying, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam more. This is the day that we should be saying that. Mediocrity and teaching them mediocrity is, they go back home and they spend the next six, seven, eight hours playing on the PlayStation. And as the parent, I don't say anything because as long as they're doing that, they're not getting in trouble. And if I don't say anything about it, it won't be any static and drama. No, I'm teaching my kids to be mediocre. That's what I'm teaching my kids. I let them use that PlayStation, 
supervise at certain times and let them gain the right to use it. Not you were born with the right just to use the PlayStation. You weren't born with that right. You have to do A, B, C, and D in order to play with the PlayStation, in order to go here, in order to do that. So the point is, in our deen, ikhwani, Allah Ta'ala didn't tell us to be like the non-Muslims or he didn't tell us just to be like the regular people from this masjid. He told us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, fasbir kama sabra ulil azmi min rusul All of you should be patient the way the major, five major messengers were patient. That is an indication in the message. Don't be patient like any Amr, Bakr, and Zayd from Beni Adam. Be patient the way the best of the people were patient. Not mediocrity. The best of the people. Those companions, Ridwanullah, and then after them, there's no one better than them other than the companions. May Allah be pleased with them. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this khutbah, those companions, Ridwanullah, they are the template for success. And therefore, therefore, mediocrity is I'm a Muslim, my parents gave me Al-Islam, but I don't do anything to find out what and how was the religion of those companions, Ridwanullah who Allah said about them. This is those people that Allah guided, and based on their guidance, you people should be guided. So with that being the case, Ikhwani, I'm coming here 2021. January 1st, 2021. New year in the Gregorian calendar. And I'm not here to debate Gregorian, Hijri, whatever you want. This is the new year when I sign my check, inshallah, to pay my rent. I'm going to put January 1st, 2021. So I'm not here to debate that. I'm here to say, with this so-called new year of the Christian era, this new year, it's a new year, but it's the same beat from last year. If we don't do something about getting a grip on what's going on and trying to create, maintain the legacy that Islam makes it wajib upon us, do something after you've inherit, inherited this religion. So here at Green Lane Masjid, if you guys go to the internet and you look at the masjid and what it offers, you will find that this masjid is offering something to almost every segment of the society in our community, locally and internationally. For your information, those of you who have children, we have a number of programs, initiatives, to try to help to take care of our kids. Not just one, two, three, different ones. We have some kids who have some issues, they have some trouble. We don't put those kids with the normal kids. We give them a special situation to try to mentor them and to help them. What are you going to do? Are you going to bring your kid? Are you going to bring your resources, your services? Are you going to make dua? Or are you just going to be that Muslim who sits on the, pad, on the side and don't do anything? Brand spanking new Muslims in this community. White, black, whatever they happen to be. Sikh, whatever they were. We have a program here. Call, call to Islam or Islam wise. Designed to support those people. You see all of these homeless people walking around here on Coventry Road, Morrison. There's a program here, a food bank to feed those people, give dowry to those people. Your tins, your cans of food that you're not using at home, they can help towards that dowry. Your efforts in coming with us can help towards that dowry. 
Women, we have a situation where women come together, they talk, they support, and on and on and on. You go on the internet and you look at the website at Green Lane and you find out all of that. The point is, 2021, the masjid should play a role in the lives of everybody here. And if it's not this masjid, another masjid. We have to do something about eradicating and curtailing and dealing with the craziness that some of our Shabab are involved in. Right here at Green Lane, we have this thing where we're trying to get rid of the knife crimes and the gun and, and knife culture of our Shabab. A lot could be said, Ikhwani, but due to the time, we just want to raise your attention and raise your awareness to the fact that the masjid is not a place where you just come. Now in COVID, we just don't do anything two meters apart, and that's it. There's a lot of work to be done, and not a lot of people to do that work because they don't think they have a role to play, and that is not the truth. Everybody has a role to play. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ونسأل الله تعالى التوفيق والسداد. Alhamdulillahi wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillahi amma ba'd. Very quickly, akhwani, someone contacted me and told me, look at the mentality of the Muslims today. People are living in the dirt and the mud, and their children are cold, they're freezing, they're hungry, all kind of issues. They lost loved ones, all kind of issues. Someone contacted me and said, I want to give 250 pounds. I said, that's great. Send it through... This right here, where you can sing your money, where your monies will go to the people. The person said, no, 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 Abu Sam, I don't want to send it there. I want to give it to you. Send it to you because I want you to be sure that you put that money in the hand of someone who's practicing and they're on the sunnah. I said, man, I don't know who's on the sunnah, not on the sunnah. I see people who are sick and in the mud. People are cold and their children are cold. You think I'm going around saying, what do you have to say about Ali? And what do you have to say about Abu Bakr? That's not my job. What, are, are, are you Brewey? Are you Dilya Bundy? Are you Ikhwan? Who does that? And who looks, who thinks like that? The time has come, Ikhwani. Those are the things that Allah doesn't like. Prophet Muhammad mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and I'm done here. Inna Allah yuhibbu ma'ali al-amur wa ashrafaha wa yakrahu sifsafaha ummat al-islam. The Prophet of Islam وسلم, said, Verily Allah, He loves, He loves the high and the exalted things that you engage yourself in. Like getting to the first row, like reading Surah Al Kaf, like saying Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like opening up your own business by going to the university. Allah loves that. Memorizing the Quran. Allah loves when you engage yourself in those types of things. And he hates it when you engage yourself in trivial issues. Kilo Akal, he said, she said, they had this, what he had, PlayStation, this kind of thing. Those low things that are not consistent with what Allah Ta'ala wants the believing man or the believing woman and the believing woman to engage themselves in and with. So you youngsters, especially this message is to you and it's for you. Get in where you fit in and find your niche and don't allow yourself to be someone who is controlling your narrative. But be the individual who, through the kitab of Allah and the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu and what the companions were upon, may Allah be pleased with them, you are able to navigate for yourself by Allah's permission through these tumultuous currents that we're dealing with right now. 
And we ask Allah Ta'ala by his ism and a'zam to accept it us from us and from you, to make it easy for us and easy for you, to divinely protect our children and your children, and that Allah Ta'ala in this upcoming new year of these non-Muslims that we're living in their environments and their societies, we ask Allah Ta'ala to guide our feet and our hearts firmly upon the kitab and the authentic sunnah of his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aqim as-salat this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.